congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, you are. Very, very happy to have on the line with us Sam Love from Cupid and the Stupids uh, from over in Australia. Originally Aotearoa-based, though. Sam, how are you going this afternoon? Good, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a pleasure to have you back on in the studio. We had you here many, many years ago uh, when you were touring with Stork. Uh, you were in a band called Israeli Chicks. And uh, that was one yeah. of the most fun shows I've ever been to, I think. That was back in 2017. Um, how's, it been? how's it going? You've always got your fingers in a musical project. So what is Cupid and the Stupids all about? Yeah, Cupid and the Stupids is was um, the next band we jumped into, I guess. Uh, more people, heaps more instruments. Still similarly kind of garagey, I would say. Um, or more garagey even. And um, with their sort of 60s, real wimpy love songs, but um, punk rock and roll garage version. Yeah. All the lyrics are hopelessly heartbroken. <laughs> sort of. uh, it's got a bit of a theme, like a tap dancer who leads it. Yeah. She's a mate. And yeah, kind of a little bit more of a theme, keeps it pretty fun and easy, which is nice. Yeah. It must be like having a project that is thematic must be in a sense like easier to write music right because you know like the rough yeah, um, boundaries that it's about um what with so many members in the band how does that process go is it their one main songwriter or what happens there's three of us who write songs four of us uh my partner so she's a um she's as close to a professional as we've got in the band she's <laughs> she, she she can actually sing uh, nicely and uh, <laughs> writes proper pretty songs and then um Jake writes songs, I write songs, Jaleesa writes songs. So there's kind of four of us who write songs. And then we usually bring them to a jam yeah. and all and all pick it apart and rearrange it and see if it fits. But it's pretty cool. I, the last project was sort of just me writing songs. So it's nice to have come in and have it kind of cartwheel off in a random direction and go, oh, sweet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nice. I love that. I mean, so, so wonderful. And you've, um, I didn't say this at the top of the interview, but you've just released a your debut self-titled album, which is super, super exciting as well. Uh, it's it's stacked. It's got so many tracks on it. How long has that been in the works? What's the story there? Uh, thank you. Uh, we actually recorded it probably like the half of the world, but we did it during all the COVID-y stuff. Yeah. Um, hired out like a this old dude's shed about an hour and a half south of where we were all living and went and set up all our stuff in the shed and recorded 18 songs all to a little, an old four-track tape machine. So they sound crusty as. They yeah. all sound super crusty. But, and there's like, you can hear people talking in the background of some of the tracks, and but that's all the stuff we like. Yeah, it's sort of, that's yeah. part of the whole theme of, of Cupid and the Stupids, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gives it a bit of the atmosphere. And then the 18 songs, there's like nine super slow, or eight super slow ones for side A, which like some of them, there's not even an instrument in it. It's just a cappella, which is crazy. We've never done it before. And yeah. then there's the second 10, um, there's like one song in there that's kind of verging on hardcore punk. It goes for like 48 seconds or something. <laughs> Love that. And it, it's 40 yeah. seconds too long for a hardcore punk song. <laughs> 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 I I love it. It's it's um it's so cool to see you because I've only I knew you with your punk stuff earlier on to see it, you branch out to these all these different avenues. 
and to have like such an incredible I guess story behind oh, sorry incredible is probably the wrong word but such a cool story like <laughs> you went to a shed like some old guy's shed and recorded it on this really lo-fi equipment is yeah, know, yeah. you don't see a lot of people embracing that sort of crustiness and it's so so cool it's, I reckon it's good it's fun doing it yourself yeah and um one of my favorite musician musicians, Chris Knox. He's uh, he was from spent heaps of time. I think he had a studio out in Mosgill. Or something. Yeah, yeah. But I remember reading a quote from him that was talking about his old, some of his favorite old songs when he listens back to his stuff, and it's all the ones that had weird mistakes that he was. He would say, "Sheesh, I don't know why I've left that in that song," and he couldn't work it out. But yeah. he, those were the ones he ended up liking the most. Yeah. So, sort of took a bit of that to I've- heart and just yeah no and i think it's interesting too because when you're an artist you you're the one that's listening to that song if you're trying to make this perfect recording you're the one that's listening to it and like keep recording this like track of a guitar but at the end of the day the consumer the person who's listening to it doesn't have any of that knowledge so what they hear is they that that's the first they're like oh everything in this is meant to be there everything in there is perfect to me when you might release like this track that you think has these imperfections in it but from the eye of the person or the ear of the person listening to it they don't have that uh at all it's also good to have the restriction of like so four tracks of tape is not not heaps so we i mean to record 18 songs over one weekend is we wouldn't have done that if we were trying to record it to a computer. We would yeah. have probably got bogged down on like four of them. Yeah. yeah. So they're sort of, we go, actually, there's no tracks left on this song. So that'll be, that'll be that one. And then you just move I on. I guess to that next. one's done. Oh, yeah, amazing. I guess that one's done. So where are you based at the moment? Uh, right now I'm living in Melbourne. I, I was in the Northern Rivers of mm. New South Wales, like Byron Bay sort of area since i left uni um so for seven years i've been i've been away from dunedin for seven years now um and then i moved at the start of this year to melbourne with my partner Soph, who was gonna it's her birthday otherwise she would have been here what are you doing not at your birthday your partner's birthday (laughs) oh i did breakfast i'm doing breakfast and dinner and she's got she's going aunties for lunch okay fair enough um, i'm just having a little chill on the couch nice um but yeah, moved down here. She's doing music therapy, so we're she's just finished her masters of that, which is wonderful. Cool. It's yeah. um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on New Zealand's music scene is so wonderful because there's wherever you look, there's someone making music in whatever genre, and wherever you look, it's there's a community for that as well, and I think that's so wonderful. But in Australia, I think it's a lot more accessible because you have a larger population and like where there's more people it's a lot easier to to you know not i guess have support so with you and like your the music you've been involved in have you found it to be or how have you found the australia experience compared to new zealand for sure so similarly you'll have kind of passionate passionate uh consumers of your music both in australia and new zealand and just like you said, in Australia, you just have more of it. So where we could put on a live show uh, here and you get like a hundred random punters mm. that you might not know to do that in New Zealand. You've like a hundred random punters to a show's like a reasonable amount of humans. And I don't know, maybe it's different. Dunedin was no, always pretty good. It's the, it's the um, same. It's like to, to get to get a hun- for a for a small band, 
even yeah. medium sized, depending if it's not your hometown, like to get a hundred punters through the door is yep. a bit of an ask when there's so many other gigs on and like you know, there's yeah, so many factors, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it's just it, so it has um, it has space for a wider diversity of music as well. There's a scene for especially in Mel- uh, Melbourne's crazy. There's six million people live here, mm. and it's an arty city, so. There's like a, there's a scene for every single type of music if you want to like you just walk out there's like an from my house I can walk a hundred meters and on Sunday there's an Irish like band that play they all sit down and play fiddle for two hours straight in the pub <laughs> and then across the road there's like it's just there's every kind of scene imaginable whereas yeah. in New Zealand like some of that falls into the novelty realm or, or mm. once off so but I also love the the some of the I mean maybe it's different to how it used to be but some of the isolating factors of New Zealand you get some really unique music comes out and people like they have if they if they love what they're doing it's like they'll put something out even despite having no people showing up and that makes it epic there's a somewhat there's a uh, musician in Dunedin that I've been listening to I think he's in Dunedin called Frog Power is that oh yes yeah yeah Um, we've playlisted a bit of Frog Power yeah yeah, sweet. Yeah, I mean, I like Frog Power. That's that's sick. Yeah, music. the um the the awesome. Bandcamp album. Uh, it's like Tears in Chicken Heaven. Chicken Rope or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's there was an album last year. It was like Tears in Heaven. Um, Dave Dobbin on a reggae instrumental cover or something. Yeah, <laughs> and there's yeah, no, yeah, that's so not good. on the album. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that was a quirky stuff. That was a, a brother and a, a brother duo, but unfortunately, one of the brother, the young brother, passed away uh, last year or early in this year. Oh, really? Um, that's sad. And, and I can't, I can't, I can't remember their name, but they were like prolific in, uh, yeah, in the Dunedin scene they that one of the one of the like most watched live to airs on the radio on youtube channel is when they were in coyote the band coyote and it's just one 18 minute song and it's, it's oh, awesome yeah i'll send you the link yep, i'll um, have to check it out yeah, yeah. Love to see that yeah how's the dunedin music scene going there's still lots of live live bands playing yeah a lot of live stuff going on but we're plagued with all of our venues are being shut down um so uh, yep. dive which used to be captain cook that shut down uh like two weeks ago Oh, Refuel, yep. which is now U-Bar, is only open during semester time. Um, uh, yeah, we've got like smaller venues like yours, and the Crown is like an institution that'll always be doing things. But we're, we've yep. got a real issue with those smaller venues, which I guess yeah, in, for your case in Melbourne, like you don't, there's, there'll never be a venue shortage. Yeah, there's so many, and, yeah. and small venues as well. We played, was it last, not last weekend, the weekend before in Melbourne at like a 60 cap venue mm. um played on the on the floor level we're doing a, a tour at the moment we're supporting like an old um australian rock band called grinspoon that you probably like oh, yeah. people heaps of people have heard of um my partner knows the singer and he asked us to come along which is funny as so we played like a 50 cap venue and then the next night played the forum in melbourne which is like a bit it's like 2000 yeah cap. yeah there's probably there's probably only like a hundred people there when we were playing, but yeah, yeah, uh, still, hey, yeah, hey, just endless <laughs> venues. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, hey, Sam, thank you so much for uh, coming on and chatting to us. Uh, where can people go to if they want to hear more Cupid and Stupids? Uh, stay up to date with what you're doing. Um, pretty much Spotify or Bandcamp. We've got the new albums just come out on Spotify, mm. um, and then. 
Bandcamp's got a bit more sort of random stuff on there as well. The new album's out through Bargain Bin, which is a re- Australian Australian label, so they can go there also. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's the way to keep up. If they want to have a listen, jump on there. Wicked. Well, thank you so much once again. Stay on the line. I'd love to have a yarn with you Wait. after this. But here yeah. is Cupid yes, and the Stupids. No, no worries. Anytime. Here's Cupid and the Stupids with Love Letter. Uh, that was Sam Love from Cupid and the Stupids. You can go check out the full 18-track debut album uh, on Spotify or Bandcamp. Definitely go and do it. It is uh, it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. It'll bring a smile to your to your fight, to your face. Here's Love Letter. Keep it locked on Radio One, ninety one FM. Radio 191FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.